Welcome to Harry and Dean's Five Faves. I'm Dean. I'm Harry. And we're joined again with our special guest. Hello, everyone. I'm Jack. Nice to be on again. Good to have you back, Jack. Today's episode is our promised Usher Super Bowl halftime show review, and we're just going to share our thoughts. I know we have some, some different opinions on this, so it should be a good episode. Hopefully, you know... Hopefully uh, everything stays under control, but <laughs> we shall see what happens. Awesome. Well, the question I would just like to lead off with everybody answering, just so we can get a feel. Out of 10, what would we give to the performance? If 10 is my prince, if 10 is your guys' cold play, where, where does this add up? So, first off, I, I would just like to say, Harry, that is a great question. That is a, a wonderful question to start this episode off. And, you know, I'm going to get my number first, and then I'm going to kind of explain a little bit. So, I'm really feeling, I'm feeling like a, a 7.1, you know? <laughs> I'm feeling 7.1, and... Sure. Is there any is there any math or or any numbers to back this up? No. This is just my my feel um normally when i give uh maybe albums ratings you know i i do some numbers and i'm very technical with it but for super bowl halftime show no i'll just give it a 7.1 because that's what i feel like giving it so watching this halftime show i honestly didn't have too high of expectations and i think after doing our episode on super bowl halftime shows it brought a new approach to watch this. Jack's rule of uh, halftime shows not being a glorified concert and kind of like all about the the elements they add definitely changed my my view when watching <laughs> when watching this. As Harry shakes his head that that <laughs> Jack Jack nods yes. Ego is going through the roof. <laughs> but I think I think it's a fair way to to look at these shows and. You know, while while it maybe was definitely very chaotic in the beginning, to the point where I I honestly maybe felt a little overwhelmed. Of holy cow, this is a lot to process. Um, there was definitely some very fun parts. Um, I gotta most notably, probably why I'm feeling the seven point one the most, and we'll talk about the the whole show as as we go on. But I I just gotta talk about this in my little time to shine, but. The roller skating, I really, really, really liked. I thought that was really cool. I thought the stage, like, where it looked like a portal and they're just going in circles, that was really cool. I really liked Usher's, like, blue and black outfit for that. And then they turn to the crowd and there's Lil John in the crowd. That was awesome. I really liked that. Turned down for what? What a amazing song. He's singing along or rapping along to it. Not a clue what the, the bro is saying. Not a clue. <laughs> but, you know, it's very good. Um, and then I do think that the ludicrous part also brings this up for me. Uh, you know, I, I do know that ludicrous was a rapper or is a rapper. But, I mean, I know him from all the Fast and Furious movies. Um, like, I'd say a majority of, of people my age probably do. But... Yeah, and I mean, I do really like those movies, so having him there was cool. Uh, 
and yeah, I just thought, especially like towards the end, I'll say second half is where I thought this performance really shined. I do think the beginning was was rough, not too bad. I don't think it was bad. I want to say, but I think there there might be some some moments that were rougher in the beginning that I'll admit and why I'm just giving it a seven point one. Although that's pretty high, uh, a seven point one is what I feel with and. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll keep it going. I'll I'll move that over to to Jack, and then we'll go to Harry, who might know what he's gonna say about it a little bit. So we'll go to Jack next. Dean, I uh, I like your analysis, and I would probably say I'm pretty on par with you. Um, I I loved everything that you went through. I I said my rating was a six point five out of 10. And I openly admit that that is a little bit biased because I just am not as connected with Usher's music as I am other artists. And so I feel like if it was songs that I knew and songs that I was really into, I probably would have given it a higher rating. I would say from just a, just like a technical show perspective, it's probably like close to an eight um, for me in terms of like the actual stuff that they brought out. It was pretty cool. I Okay, so the opening, it was chaotic, but I was really impressed with it. I, I it was weird. I don't know. It It's both impressive and not because one thing that is, uh, I'm in like a couple, you know, online communities and we talk about, you know, these productions and things and just one a of them. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, whatever. Um, but Only one a of few. The... This guy <laughs> dabbles biggest... online. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slight Reddit user, slight Discord user, you know. <laughs> um but one of the one of the biggest memes in these communities is like when people come in and like shit on you know the Super Bowl production for like one little mistake they made or whatever, and it's like you know they're putting on the biggest show in the world. Like you know you gotta give them some slack. So I'm gonna try like and obviously like you know we're just some like online you know like keyboard warriors commenting on this amazing production that was just pulled off but anyway so i'm gonna try not to be that person but there was a bit of chaos in the beginning i feel like the the production team could have used some more rehearsal time on that bit because i saw the vision where like everything was happening all at once and like the camera would just go from like one thing to the next and but it was like it was a little they uh they missed a couple things. <laughs> it was a, it was a little it was a little all over the place. So, um, yeah, I I saw the vision for that part, but I agree that it was overly chaotic. But yeah, continuing on, um, I think it was pretty good. Um, I agree. The roller skating segment definitely brought it up like a solid two numbers for me. Like that was really 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 cool. Um, I was so impressed with that, and I mean. I'll I will get rid of all of my comments in the beginning about like the camera operators needing more rehearsal time for the beginning because they pulled off like a flawless roller skating while operating a steady cam segment. I'm just waiting for the behind the scenes like, you know, angles of like the the guy with the camera roller skating backwards while two guys are pulling him or something like that was really impressive. Um but ultimately like I don't know from 
from a not being a glorified concert perspective, um, the roller skating segment is kind of the only thing that made it not forgettable <laughs> in a way. Um, I mean, I think there were definitely some moments that, you know, stuck out in my mind. Like, uh, he, he's a great performer. He had some cool, some cool songs. Um, and I like the, uh, I like the bits where he brought in other performers. That was uh, that was good. Like the other artists coming on to sing some songs. But ultimately, I think the roller skating segment really carried it for me. Um, and yeah, we can we can talk more about it once we get into the discussion section. But yeah, I I would agree with what everything you said, Dean. And so that's my little bit more critical perspective and why I give it a six point five out of ten. All right. Well, on a scale of Shania Twain to Prince, I would give this performance a Shakira. Um, it was just, I I mean, and that being said, I give I give it a three because it's just not my cup of tea. Like, I I I'm seeing your guys' faces, and I I can tell that this is a a hot take, but shakira is not for me her sh her performance wasn't for me and i would say the same thing with this one um and so as jack mentioned bias because i'm not a fan of the artist certainly but this performance isn't going to make me a fan far from it i mean i felt like just my true honest take like i wouldn't have cared if i missed this performance just because there was nothing about it that really appealed to me i i liked Ludacris's afro um, I mean, he's, he's a good looking guy and I, I think he's aged especially well, you know, from like the early 2000s ludicrous to now. So I would say that was one of the most impressive parts to me. Uh, but I, I am kind of in nature and this is just where Jack and I differ, but I'm, we're almost the opposite approach because I'm like, I don't care how much crap you load this with. Like, I just care about the music and like the music just doesn't do it for me. So the other stuff is all secondary to me. Um, but I think first and foremost, it's it's about the music for me. So I just I just don't think like it was quite there for me. And the one part where I was like, oh nice, like this is this is a hairy part was when they brought out her because I actually love her. I think she shreds. She's definitely one of my more favorites in the modern R and B sphere. And so I was really stoked to see her, no pun intended, out there. Um, but she, I, I, even that part was like, I, it didn't quite live up to what my expectations were because she has killer tone on some songs, like, and she can shred. Uh, but like, I'll, I'll use the song Hold On, for example, in particular. Like, I love her guitar tone on that. It wails. She can wail. And if you watch live performances of it too, it's just as good, if not better than on the album, which is as a guitarist, something I really admire. And she came out and I was like, sweet, we've got her. And like, I actually thought her tone fell very flat in terms of like what it was trying to do. Like the stuff she was playing was impressive, but the fact that like, I was just like, not even digging the stuff that she was playing at all. And like, I, I just think like a more clean, a similar tone to hold on would have would have suited her well where it's kind of clean but like it's got a it's got a boost versus like the thin distortion that just kind of gets a little washed over 
was not doing it for me. So that was a disappointment. Had her like shredded on like what I what I wanted to see from from her and what I expected probably would have been a four. Um, just because uh, she's she's cool, but overall, just not my favorite show. Not my cup of tea. It's a three for me. Did you think her was playing live? By the way. <sighs> not really, but I I can't say like I I haven't rewatched it. On first impressions, I Got I wouldn't it. be shocked if she wasn't. But um, I mean it looked it looked decently fine. But also like the stuff that she was doing was actually very shreddy. Um, and I've never actually seen her like rip a solo quite like that. Like especially this was kind of a distinction that I made too is her solos she'll normally like bend and really hold that note like they're very singable where it's like kind of slower and like yeah she'll, totally. she'll hold the note so it didn't even feel like her style either and so that kind of made me second guess like obviously somebody probably arranged it for her but totally just the yeah. fact that it also seemed different in the nature of what she normally plays kind of made me sus yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. I I also could see it going either way. I didn't want to make a definitive call. Um, yeah, but no, yeah, I no could, definitive I see claim here. Way. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, not not my cup of tea. That's a, <laughs> I, that's I know tough. Guys... That's tough, Harry. Three is crazy. When when you said three, you know, I was like, like what? But after like you talking about it, like I don't like just off of what you're said and how you share your opinions, like I understand why you think it's a three and you know, like, and I understand why I think it's a seven. And I think like, I don't have any problems with either that, you know, yeah. like you didn't like it as much as I liked it just cause like how you said, like <clears throat> might not like the music might not have like been for you as much. And like, I don't really know Usher's music, but like, I thought it was like good enough where like I enjoyed it, you know? So like, I don't exactly. really like, I think, I think we both shared valid stuff and, you know, I don't really have anything to argue against. No, but what, what you said of, like, it was, like, good enough, like, where that's just kind of, like, the difference, too, in, like, perspective and how we rank, like, I definitely rank the music harsher and, like, don't really care much about the show, whereas you're kind of, like, I think Jack is really into the show and Dean, you're kind of a bit of both just from like what I see, you know? So for you, it was yeah. like good enough. Yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah. It was a good time and you weren't against the music. Jack is like more into the show. Almost seems like the music is secondary to, I, I don't know, if not equal at best. <laughs> but I mean, if you put Katy Perry and Madonna in your top five, I'm, I think it's confident that, to say that that, <laughs> wow, that shit's secondary. Wow. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Goodness. And and this is coming from Mr. You can't shame Mr. Madonna's music like that. Sorry, like that's Bro, just not allowed. Mister, <laughs> Mr. Prince Hater over here. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Madonna's, like I said, the voiceovers in hers. We we don't need to get into it again because we already we already did. But yeah, yeah, just just not not quite uh my thing. But Dean, I this stuck out to me. It, this was after we watched it together and you said i could definitely see that being in my fave 15 and i was like yeah that i think is about where the highest that would stand for anybody like unless you're a hard <laughs> hardcore usher fans which i cannot say i only know ever 
<laughs> I, and it, that's I can say true, I by know, the way. Yeah. I, I only know one, but, like, I don't think this was getting past too many people's fave 15s if they've actually, like, seen a, a good number of these. Like, there's no way, like, however... However, low I don't know, man. Rihanna slash... was really popular last year somehow, so I don't know if people have seen it, a lot of these. All right, cool. So I just wanted to provide a couple, a couple stats for you guys about the Usher uh, Super Bowl halftime show. So um, FamousBirthdays.com had a massive spike <laughs> in Usher um, that day because uh, you bring up like aging well, uh, like Ludacris was aging well. I think Usher also was aging well uh, because everyone wanted to know how old he actually was uh, busting out the moves that he was, uh, which I think how is pretty is valid. Uh, Ush, I actually, bad. I didn't, I didn't prepare. Uh, bad he's, producers. He's 45. Okay, nice. <clears throat> yeah, so, which... I mean, being 45, uh, he uh, definitely, uh, he pulled out all the stops, I'll say that. Uh, I was pretty impressed, so. And uh, I think also there might have been a, a slight realization from a couple people that, yeah, this really wasn't the year for Usher to take a Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> I think uh, definitely could have been like uh, 10 years ago. This would have been a great one. But uh, yeah, it was a little <laughs> out of place in 2024. Yeah. I don't know why it was Usher. Like I don't want to sound mean. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to hate on him. But why? Like, yeah. Did he do anything like relevant recently? <laughs> like not I really. Think, I know he I has. I think there is new... a level of like artists not wanting to take the Super Bowl halftime show out of you know like not wanting to be part of any controversy. Um, I know that that was uh, in the past a thing. I think it was Ariana Grande who like very like showboat style declined the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, I think it was like two or three years ago. Uh, but yeah, I think that that's an increasing trend is that I think both um, not only not wanting to associate with whatever the NFL is doing, but I think also, I mean, the soup, the artists have to pay for it. I don't know if you guys know this, but the artists have to pay for the show. Um, the NFL doesn't pay for the show. And so it's got to come out of the artist's own pocket. So there is a level of, you know, artists with bigger audiences and maybe, you know, lots of wealth that's just been sitting there unused. Uh, you got to get used up. So, yeah. Yeah. Dean, to your point, I would say that this Usher halftime show is almost as relevant if, like, there's to be a halftime show with like Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello and like some of those people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, which which should give you hope, Jack. It it can still happen. It can still happen if they brought on Usher. But true, uh, a fact that that I did want to share too, um, that I read about, which was very interesting, is that after the Super Bowl halftime show. Usher rose in streams on Apple Music 1,200%, which is crazy. Wow. So it could literally be paying off for him then. Uh, could, that is it, it wild. It could have been well worth... Because that's an insane rise in streams. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah, and something like to add to that, I know he also announced a tour and a new album. So like the timing with that no coincidence there that it's when he does his Super Bowl halftime show. And I know that that's what a lot of artists do, I believe. I know 
uh, Mary J. Blige from the the Snoop Dogg Dr. Dre halftime show. She went on tour and released the album like like right after the performance. I want to say probably am wrong on that, but like she just like promoting immediately afterward and like personally like I mean her music maybe not in my time, but like I didn't know who she was until like the halftime show. And like <laughs> I checked her music out after the show, you know. So like I guess like like that's gotta be like. I wonder what would be a bigger like plug for artists to like get themselves maybe the Grammys all these streams. The I don't <laughs> is it? I'm I'm referring to Taylor Swift announcing her brand oh. new album <laughs> after winning album of the year at the Grammys. Like Jesus fucking is she Christ! Really? Yeah. Oh gosh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> oh, oh my wait, god! Actually, like the Dead Poets Society. Yeah, Not Dead yeah, Poets or Society, whatever. Something Dep- like dumb like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. Which. Clarification: Dead Poet Society is not dumb. Taylor Swift no. is dumb. <laughs> Taylor Swift is dumb. And yeah, she shouldn't even associate with Dead Poet Society. Freaking masterpiece. I agree, but uh, how do we get into Taylor Swift? Oh, that's a question I'll ask that I wasn't planning on talking about. Do you think Taylor Swift will be next year's halftime show or in the future halftime show? I think um, her her and Kelsey will be broken up by then. So I think <laughs> like that'll be next album cycle. It's not gonna work. I I don't dude, know. Could you that imagine that would be, that would be some wild Bowl? that would be some wild dude, beef if she's performing. Maybe that's they what break we need up. to prevent. Maybe that's what we need to prevent that from ever happening is that she she breaks up with Kelsey and then Could you we'll imagine though? Taylor. Half that would time. be crazy. Her whole performance is dissing on Travis Kelsey while he's like in the, in locker, the locker room, room. just like yeah. trying to not listen. <laughs> exactly. That'd be so funny. Uh, I don't want to see that clarification, but I personally believe a Taylor Swift halftime show is inevitable at some point in yeah. time. Yeah, I there's, don't there's think no way. it's gonna be within the next like two or three years, though. I think like well, maybe like she's got she's riding a massive wave right now. Like it's you know what I mean? Like she is like <laughs> I'm just I'm spitting facts. She's like she's really on a riding massive, a popular... massive. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just picture surfing. I don't know why. I, I pictured picture something like, else. A tsunami. Oh yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that's what you pictured Whoa. out of that. Then we're 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 good. <laughs> I pictured her surfing away, bro. That's what Not I, what I pictured. Oh. oh goodness. I I do not think that a Taylor Swift Super Bowl halftime show will be within the next two or three years because she is on a massive wave of popularity right now uh, among people our age. I, I I said it in a better way. I said it to prevent. To get back on topic, um, one more stat about the Usher Super Bowl halftime show is that even within the first five days of it being posted on YouTube, it's already accumulated 20 million views, uh, which is pretty astronomical. Um, For context, Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime show has over 200 million views just being last year, which is Wow. Pretty crazy. Like it's there are very few that are more than that. Coldplay's is like I think 113 million or something like that. Um and yeah, a little less Madonna's than, little less than like, Rihanna's. 
190 million or something or no she's like 160 million i don't know but anyways my whole point is usher within five days of being posted is already one third of the way there to surpassing the weekend in views which is pretty amazing um so it's it's definitely popular um among the masses and i actually have a theory that i think it has something to do with apple music being the sponsor i think the way that they are marketing it and the way that they are promoting the show is resonating more with younger uh generations and they know where they can get their their money's worth in views and things on youtube and other platforms so i think i think that that's a big portion of uh of it, I think it might be Apple Music uh, marketing the show a little bit better. Could you repeat that that number of streams one more time? Twenty million. I'm definitely three of those streams. <laughs> I'd like to say. <laughs> I'm I'm also um, three or four. Yeah. <laughs> I know on uh, Apple Music too. There's like on the the search page, it has like a thing that's like. I know for the longest time, it was like Road to Usher's Halftime Performance where you could just click. And I want to say it's the first menu where you could just listen to his music. And I bet they have something there now after the show. So I, I bet that's also bringing in a lot of yeah. people. And personally, I'm an Apple Music user. I don't <laughs> use Spotify. I use Apple Music, which I know is is heated. My biggest reason, I'm on a family plan. <laughs> hey, there's nothing I'm wrong on a family with that, man. plan. There's nothing wrong yeah, with that. Great, but you know? ultimately, like I think I think Apple Music being the sponsor, like they get a lot of unique advantages just being a music streaming service. Like, what did Pepsi get from the Super Bowl halftime show besides their name? Like, not a ton. So I think that there's a lot more leverage of things that they can do with the performance, just you know, being a streaming service. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't say that there was a moment where I watched the halftime show and then was like, you know what? I want a Pepsi now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it never had that effect on me. And maybe the Apple Music one didn't have an effect either, but I'm not going to lie. After um, the Super Bowl party I was at, you know, I went home and I, I did listen to some Usher. I'm not going to lie. So to listen to the, the studio version of some of those songs. So that effect uh, definitely uh, was left on me, whether or whether or not, the Apple Music effect was left. Might have just been because I have Apple Music and that's what I normally use. But I did go and add to Usher's streams by maybe three or four. Clearly you and uh, a thousand percent more people. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, definitely a, a large bump for him and his streaming. So, yeah. Well, it was a very fun Super Bowl weekend and just want to say it was very fun watching this performance with Harry. Uh, bummed that Jack couldn't couldn't make it, you know, a few few states away, but it was fun watching it together in person. And big thank you uh, to Jack for joining us. It's been a super fun uh, chain of events of talking about Super Bowl halftime shows, a little group chat going, watching the halftime show, and and doing these episodes it's been super duper fun and it means a lot to us to have you as our first guest on the show so thank you it means a lot and it's been it's been awesome like i said Big guys thank huge you. huge honor thank you for having me and uh who knows maybe uh maybe the viewers on the instagram account can look forward to a uh, a concert vlog coming up uh no, uh, maybe, no promises yeah. but uh 
Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe there, there will be a, a concert vlog. Who knows? I guess, yeah. I guess you guys will just have to, to see on the Instagram at HD underscore five faves, which can also be found in the description as long along with our link tree. Look at that. Yeah. That is yeah, I, KA19 could never do that kind of social plug. That is that's impressive right there. That that is the mark of a true professional. Interesting facts from Dean, but I I uh I fully support those facts and uh yeah, couldn't have said it better. Thank you so much Jack for coming on. I'm sure that this won't be uh the last the last collab uh on HD underscore five faves. But yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. And it's been a true pleasure. Thank you guys for joining us on this episode. And we will see you soon. Thank you.